Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Now live from Dick's Wings on the north side, Compton and Company. Brought to you by Williams and Rowe and Barber and Associates on 1010XL. Here's your host, Ron Compton. And good evening, good evening. Welcome to Compton and Company on this Compton and Company on this Thursday United edition. Glad to have you along with us. Come to you from Dick's Wings on the North Side on on this Thursday night, talking sports with you from seven until nine o'clock. And uh, as we continue, Chug to bounce around from one day of the week to the next. Uh, next week we'll be on Tuesday. Next week Tuesday from seven until 9 o'clock, and of course, right here from Dick's Wings. On the north side, boy, oh boy, uh, what a busy weekend we have ahead of us. Um, the college football playoff semifinal games. You know, okay, I've got a question for you both, as uh, I welcome in Chuck Elliott and our the greatest producer in the world, Magic Matt LeVay. There have been, in college football playoff history, there have been 16 semifinal games. Okay. How many of those 16 do you good. think have been? No, no. Well, hold on. Well, yeah, you can say you can preface, you can say that. But how many have been have been decided by 10 points or less? Not the national championship game, but the semifinal games. The right? semifinal games. 16? There's been 16. How many have been decided by 16? I mean, by 10 points or or less, say, less than 10 points? I'm going to say three. What does Matt LeVay say? You're going to have to fill me in again here. All right. So there have been <laughs> he's been. Pay attention. A, he's working the phone lines is what he's doing. Uh, he's he, working We're doing back work there. behind the scenes here, Ron. Fill me he's in working. here. What's the debate? He's back there working. So here's the question. So there have been 16 college football playoff semifinal final games, Matt. Uh, only uh, – uh, Always have the answer. Always have the answer. Always have the answer. Uh, how many of those 16 games uh, have been decided by fewer than 10 points? Let's roll with two. Uh, you say two. Chuck says three. Winner, winner, Chuck Elliott. Three is correct. The only one I remember that was really good is that Georgia-Oklahoma game, like with four. 41-38 or something, right? Oh, no. It's like in the 50s. That was a double overtime game, like 50 well, I know it was a high-scoring like game. Okay. Five, like four or five years. Yeah, only three. We're not good. But, yeah, we want more teams. Let's bring, sure we do. Let's bring Absolutely we do. You, let's you're bring damn right we do. You're, you know what? Sure. Let's go. Look, here, four, here's something. Three sucks, how right? about this? How about this? How about if um, had the 12-team playoff been in effect um, for the last four years, the Florida Gators would have been in the college football playoff three consecutive years, uh, and Dan Mullen will still, would still be your head coach at the University of Florida. Because they went to a New Year's Six Bowl game back-to-back-to-back years, uh, Mullen's first three, and finished in the top 12 on all, on all three occasions going into bowl season. So you're saying just by the fact of making the playoff that his failures last year wouldn't have gotten him fired. That's correct. Yeah, I mean, you 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 your cannot, failure still your failure, but you look you can't. I, I get what you're saying, but there's no way in the world you fire a guy 
that's gone back to back to back college football playoff appearances, and who knows what would have happened during the playoffs, right? You don't know. You don't know, right? And you don't with, with a one-off year, you don't let them go. And how about this? And I've got well, a bunch of well, you know, would you? How, how, how could you justify? Letting a guy go that makes the playoffs in three but four seasons as a head football coach. Let's say they would have gotten. Let's say they would have had the same result. Let's say we got blown out by like Oklahoma, like yeah. we did what mm-hmm. two years ago. Mm-hmm. So what would have happened? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like the old adage. Well, let's the NCAA basketball tournament. If you put in 128 teams, well, these coaches they won't love it because hey, I made the tournament. Well, at some point it's watered down so much you still have to look at. Well, with a 12-team playoff, it's far from watered down. With a 16-team playoff, it's far from watered down. There's 130. Twelve is watered down. No, there's not. Not at all. You're dumb to say that. Um, I mean, you say a bunch of dumb things. I gave you a lot of credit last week. This week, I guess we're on the other course again. We're going. We're going. It's opposite day. Well, actually, last week was opposite day. Now we're back on track. I'm going to say you can say a dumb, bunch of dumb tough. things. Because no, it's not. It does to the regular oh, season. Goodness. It doesn't that. diminish the regular season whatsoever. Oh, it does. Not at all. See, you should be happy because you've always fought and you or you complained that there were not enough uh, big out of conference right. games. But now with the playoff expansion at twelve and sixteen around the corner, you'll have more of those. Well, that so you helps. get your way. Well, if that helps, I'll give them credit. You get your, you get your, that, your how, how about this? Here's the numbers for you. Since the uh, infamous shoe throw by Marco Wilson, who by the way is playing pretty good football in the NFL right now. Playing good quarterback for the uh, Cardinals. Um, here, here, here are the Gators. Since the Marco Wilson shoe toss against LSU. Foggy night, December of Okay, right? They're 1-7 against ranked teams. 5-13 and 13 versus the SEC. 12-17 and 17 overall. Fired their coach and has back-to-back losing season for the first time since 1978-1979. That's, that's your Florida Gators since the infamous shoe toss. Well, <laughs> there you go. There you go, Chuck. There you go. Look, if I said to you, Matt, you, are you are you with us, Matt? I'm I'm right here with you. You're Ronnie. there. I'm making sure. Just making sure you're there. If I would have said to both of you guys six weeks ago that yeah, you know, uh, week 17 won't matter at all uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, you would say yeah, I know. Neither will week 18, right? That's what we would have said. And neither will week 18. But it does matter. No, ho- hold on, Chuck. Okay. No, it doesn't matter. I get what you're saying. If if the Jaguars win this week and lose week 18, 9,226 things would have to happen for the Jaguars to get a wild card. But my point is, it doesn't really matter. Okay? It doesn't matter. But my point is, you're trying to urinate all, all over this here. Six weeks ago, had we said, yeah, week 17 doesn't matter. He said, sure, yeah, of course it doesn't. They're terrible. We're talk- it's draft talk. We're talking about free agency and how we're terrible and how we're uh, in for a new rebuild, right? That's what you would say. And then you said, well, neither does week 18. Correct. But not so fast, my friend, as your guy Lee Corsair would say. Sure, week 17 doesn't matter, but week 18 is everything. And you're upset because you're going, you're going to lose another bet to me, and, and you're going to remain winless you with know, on-air bets. The, 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 uh, the Jags aren't exactly the Kansas City Chiefs here. They could easily lose to the Titans. You know, you're acting like, that it's, you're acting like it's the undefeated, you know, Patriots or something <laughs> back, in, back in 07. <laughs> well, look, 
All I know is this. I, I get the fact that uh, this isn't the 72 Dolphins. This this is not uh, the, this, not this isn't the 07 or 2011 Patriots. This isn't the Kansas City Chiefs. I get all of that, but you're going to face a Tennessee Titans team in Week 18. That's a terrible football team. They got one guy, Derrick Henry, and he's banged up. They've got no, well. They have a rocket scientist playing quarterback, legitimate a legitimate rocket scientist, and Joshua Dobbs, who is. When you look up German quarterback, uh, clipboard holder, uh, in, the, in the dictionary, there's a big old picture of Joshua Dobbs. So they have, they, they, their, their offensive line is terrible. Their defense has got guys uh, today. Uh, Zach Cunningham and Bud Dupree were both put on in, uh, injured reserve, as was Ryan Tannehill, so he's officially out for the rest of the year. So they've got nothing. So, sure, you're right. The old Jaguars, I would worry about. This version of the Jacksonville Jaguars, you've got a, one of the top five coaches in the National Football League and Doug Peterson. Again, and I said, I said this when the year started, the Jaguars might have backed in to Doug Peterson because, again, they wanted to hire Byron Lethwich, but they, he, he, he said, look, if you want me, you bring Adrian Wilson from the Cardinals to be my general manager. Shotgun said, nope. So he went back to his first interview, E, and Doug Peterson, which, look, if you can win a Super Bowl with a German quarterback in Nick Foles, and you, and you do that in beating the GOAT of coaches and the GOAT of quarterbacks, that's pretty damn solid. And you couple him, you pair him with a generational talented type quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, that's a recipe for success. And so, yeah, that. They're going to beat the hell let's, out of the Tennessee Titans. Let's not forget, this version of the Jaguars are better, but they don't even have a winning record. So let's not get too – What have they done the last six weeks? What have they done the last seven weeks, That's right. Chuck? That's right. That's good point. But I'd say – This no is way. 1996 all over again, Chuck. Let's roll, baby. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on. They don't – Come on, Chuck. They don't throw away the first eight games this season ago. Oh, well, guess what? my. Woo. I'm excited. I've got my look. I even have my Dallas Cowboys Roger Staubach salute to service jersey on, and I'm all jagged up. I am. Poor, we're gonna get a well, Dolphin Gary in a moment. Whoa, what? Let's see how smart. Yeah, uh, let's look, see how smart. We're gonna are. we're gonna go to Dolphin Gary in a moment. But tonight's poll question again. Well, not again. It's out on Twitterverse. <laughs> we haven't given it out yet. Okay. So tonight's poll question is this. We obviously know the Jaguars are playing everybody Sunday. They're, they're, they're playing to win. They haven't beat Houston in like 38 years. We get it. In Houston. In Houston. Not even maybe that many times. But uh, would you, if you were Doug Peterson, would you play them all? Would you sit Trevor Lawrence and company, uh, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk and those guys? Uh, or, and this is what I would do, I would treat it like week two slash week three of the preseason, and I'd play them a half. If things are rolling well, you know, I'd sit them. I'd sit them and, and rest them and get ready to beat the hell out of the hated Tennessee Titans. You're going to ask me before we go to Gary how smart I am, so let's go, Chuck. What are you, okay, are you asking? how smart you are. Okay, not today, but yesterday. What happened 47 years ago yesterday? Forty. Seven years ago. If you think yesterday? you're a Cowboys fan, you should know this. 
Well, if I were to guess, because the way you asked the question, it was a Hail Mary from... Correct. It the was first, a Hail Mary from Roger Stahlback to Drew Pierce. Yes, and that's, that's where, where the, he, he got, got the name. Changed. That's where the name Hail, Hail Mary he came from. He threw it, he so, just said Hail Mary. <laughs> so, as, as, as the, the, the late, great Greg Larson would say, you were checking to see what was under the hood. Right. And if I would have missed that, you'd say, and you call yourself a Cowboys fan? That's right. right. Is that what you would have said? That's right. That's what you would have said, and right? And by the way, Drew Pierce, he pushed off, but hey, we'll, we'll ignore that. Hey, you know what? Hey, <laughs> uh, the, 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 uh, the next 88, Michael Irvin learned it from that 88, Drew Pierce. And let's what? get a Dolphin Gary, who we haven't, we haven't wow. talked to in forever. Well, he's a in a couple of years. I, I mean, he may, I guess he's been under a rock for a long time. He What's going on, Gary? How are you, man? Well, Dolphin Gary was there. The Dolphins are frustrating, by the way. Just terrible. Just awful. <laughs> Oh, and Ford. Uh, is, is Dolphin Gary with us? Happy or, or, New Year, gentlemen. Happy Happy New Year to you as well. Are you down on my no, are, are, are you down in South Beach trying to no, help first, two first out of all, Ron, you've got to be beside yourself. The Canes are 14 in the country. The, the, <laughs> the football team is in the top five in recruiting. Yeah. Chuck, is, yeah. He, is he absolutely – is his blood pressure going through the roof right now, Chuck? Yeah, well – Straighten him out. He thinks the Jags are – look, the Titans are going to come in here and just put a beat down on the Jags. <laughs> you, you, know, you, know, you know the Jags are going to break the, the – Hey, well, you the know what? They always do. Hey, hey, they always do hey, hey, the Dolphin fan that's on, hey, on the forward line, the Dolphin fans beside me, you look, guys are just upset. We're going to have Aaron Rodgers next year, so it's all going to be game over. You're not having hey, Aaron hey, Rodgers Chuck, next year. Hey, Chuck, Chuck, didn't I hear Ron say, like, Tua didn't even belong in the league and everything else? He doesn't he belong in the league. He's really good. Two receivers over over fifteen hundred yards. Okay, two is not any good. Okay, two is oh. terrible. Two is terrible. Oh, he's no good. Okay, he's got a pop gun forearm. He's a he little dude. He was only in the MVP conversation, right, Chuck, for most of the year, but he's no good. That's correct. Look, let me tell you what Tua does. The same thing he did at Alabama. Okay, he's got these speedy receivers. He throws wide receiver screens. He throws a nice little skinny slant, and he throws the ball as far as he can. And then the fast guys have to come back. And, and catch the ball that are underthrown because the DBs are in retreat mode. He looked hey, – hey, Chuck, he's had more 20-yard passes than anyone else. That, that's look, all on the receivers, huh, Chuck? Absolutely. Absolutely. None of it's Tua. Tua's terrible. None of it's Tua, huh, Chuck? Tua's terrible. He, I, I was hoping that I was wrong. Look, Tua's not any good. Now he's concussed <laughs> again. So he'll be – he won't – look, Tua – Why did you look, change the subject about the Canes real quick? Then he Chuck, he changed it real quick. No, I didn't – you didn't mention the Canes. You, you know talked about, about Tua. I said the Canes are top five in recruiting. The okay, hey, team is, hey, hey. Okay, The basketball Gary, team is 14 in the country. <laughs> look, yeah, Miami – the Miami I, Hurricanes are a basketball school. Right now, Chuck. Here's what I'll say. Is the Miami Hurricanes are a basketball school. The Gators are a baseball school. Well, you want Florida. <laughs> you know Florida. Okay, the you Gators. Hey, hey, I, hey, I, hey, Chuck. Hey, Chuck, with Cristobal down there, they can't just cherry-pick those recruits in South Florida anymore, can they? Well, hey, hey, Cristobal, uh, what a joke he is. He's well, offensive line coach. If it were not for John Ruiz, the Miami Hurricanes would have nobody down there. Well, both Florida and Miami both don't have coaches, so they're both. As there. opposed to Napier, what a great job he's doing, right? <laughs> hey, no, he's not. I'm not. I'm a, you know what? And we're going to talk about that later. I'm not happy with that either, right? All I know is how, 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 how much money does Florida have? Hey, hey, 
Hey, Ron. How yeah. many more 66 and five or seven seasons before they run them out of Gainesville? All right, I'll, we're gonna hang up on you, Gary. I'm, I'm gonna answer that. Uh, hey, happy New Year, Gary. Yeah, good Look, to hear from Here's you. what I'll Real. say: is this okay? And, and we're gonna do all Jags next segment. We're going Jags heavy next segment. Talk about this week, week, weekend's game and obviously Week 18. But just because Gary mentioned it, sure, I'm, I'm not excited about what's happened with with the Gators and and look, Billy Napier, he's done nothing at all on the field that's excited the Gators fan base. The in-game management has been awful. Uh, right? He's uh, from a play-calling standpoint, there has it's been a lot left to be desired there as well. Uh, off the field, here, here's my issue off the field is, is this. Yeah, the, the talk was, all right, in Gainesville, uh, we're not paying a bunch of money to guys that, 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 that haven't showed up. We're gonna, when you get here, though, we're taking care of our own. Right? That, that was, that's what the so-called insiders would lead us to believe. With the over 400,000 living alumni that's in Gainesville, all this money they supposedly have, but they can, they you know, but they continue to miss on guys. And now you have uh, Michael Tarkins and Ethan White to the world that would anchor the, the offensive not line next year, transferring out, getting bit larger bags of cash from other universities. It's one thing to to lose some guys that that you, they have like Lorenzo Lingard and Akron. Uh, you know, you've, you've lost some less some players than Nebraska and schools like that. But when Jalen Lee goes to LSU, uh, you lose, and then you lose who would be two-fifths of your starting offensive line next year in the portal. Then you wonder, man, what's going on in Gainesville, right? So if, if you're not paying the guys to show up, and now you're not paying the guys that are already there, well, where the hell is the money going? Where is it going, Chuck? I, I'm, I'm just wondering, where is the money going? And so that bothers me a bit. Now, but what I will say, though, because uh, I've complained a bit, and look, I'm not saying that Billy Napier is going to have the success of Nick Saban or Kirby Smart. You still really have Napier over, over Brian Kelly. I, I asked that question. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my. I'm going down with the oh, ship. Geez. I'm going down with the ship, okay? I, don't, I, don't want you I am. I'm going down with the ship, okay? okay? All right. If you if you ask me privately, I may give you a different answer Look, right now. I'd rather have Fred Burst, the quarterback, than Graham Burst, or whatever. <laughs> okay. I'm with you, you there. You know Fred Burst is, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I do. But that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. I'll give you that one. That's not bad. Well done, Chuck. Um, look, I'm not saying that Billy Napier is going to be Nick Saban or, or Kirby Smart. But Kirby followed the, the Saban blueprint, right? I mean, I mean and, and now Napier is following the same type of blueprint as far as the open field staffing and, and the large contingent of the recruiting staff, on-field guys, off-field guys, all this stuff. Um, they have the, the, the Gator Army down there, right? That's, that's what they have. Who knows if this is going to work? I don't know. But, uh, but remember... Saban's first year lost to Lafayette or Monroe, one of them, one of the directional schools in Louisiana. Kirby's yeah. first year lost to Vandy, right? Obviously uh, lost, you know, five or six games his first year. So they had issues as well. Uh, so we'll see. Now, if, if Napier doesn't hit this portal, which right now he hasn't, they're 35th in portal recruiting thus far. Uh, they've, they've got the best star uh, ranking. 
uh, the, 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 from a scoring system, 90, I think their average score on 92.74, which is, the best, which is the best since the 2010 Urban Meyer class. Uh, so he, he's getting the guys, getting the blue chippers, but not getting enough. They only signed 20 dudes. Uh, Cromarty McClay is still out there. I've got some nuggets on him later on. He, he checked into the, uh, the, old, the uh, Under Armour game. Uh, he met the media. We can discuss that. But we'll break here. We'll come back again. The poll question is this. Uh, if you were the Jaguars and Doug Peterson, would you play them all this week, sit them all, or take more of a week two slash week three preseason approach? We'll discuss that more from Dick Swings in the north side on 10 to next hour. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. I like this chill, Chuck. You're all wanted. Well, we're, you're wondering where the game was. 11. You're wondering where the game was. It's on. Oklahoma 17, FSU 11. It's good as third quarter. Two, but I'll take it for right now. I'm sure you will. And we had the uh, Thursday nighter, uh, Cowboys Titans. Uh, that a few weeks ago, we thought that would be a big deal. That game means nothing to either now it team, means right? Zero. To either team, right? No, it means a lot to Dallas. Well, they can't win a division. Sure, they can. No, they, they can. They will. They're still alive. Okay, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts showed up showed up at practice today, but he hasn't it hasn't been made official that he's playing. So say he doesn't play this weekend, and the Saints beat the Garter Minshew led Eagles. The Cowboys win tonight, Week 18, at the Giants beat, and they'll be playing for a playoff spot. If they beat the Eagles. Cowboys beat Washington, Dallas wins the division. So, sure, it, is that likely to happen? Absolutely not. But it does matter. The Cowboys hold serve and they win tonight, and this, there is now pressure on the Eagles. If they lose Sunday, then, oh, boy, week 18 does mean a lot for, for both teams. I was telling you, I think we were talking off the other day, if I'm, if I'm the Dolphins, I kind of not joke about Rodgers, but – I'd rather have Gardner Minshew than I would Tua right now. Minshew's not bad. Yeah. Minshew's a good player. I, I, look, look. Got a one-game wonder. I mean, he went through for what 355 yards, ran for a touchdown. Well, you know what he still. You know what Gardner still did, and he did a lot in Jackson. Well, he still misses high, and the reason that happens if you're not in passing lanes, and you're having to throw over dudes, big offensive linemen, and you're short of stature, you miss high. And he threw two picks against Dallas, threw a couple of touchdown passes as well, 300-plus yards, but he still missed them high. And typically, when you're short of stature, you do miss high, right, because you're trying to throw over people, and, and, and you go, you miss high. And he did some of that. But, no, overall, look, if you look at Gardner Minshew's career numbers, he's solid, man. Yeah, well, what he stuff from here in Jacksonville was obviously Jacksonville. He had nothing around him. Well, I'll say what happened with him. The Jags, Eddie Lawrence, that's what ended his. Oh, yeah, they tanked. Oh, if, yeah, sure. uh, if Lawrence, they would have got Lawrence, he could have still been here. Oh, no doubt. But, but look, job well done, right? Job well done. Uh, phone line's open to you, 641-1010. Text line as well at 641-1010. Uh, Twitterverse poll question tonight is this. Um, here's the Jaguars. Would you play them all this weekend, sit them, or treat like a – week two slash week three preseason game and play them a half maybe into the third quarter. If things are rolling well, um, you sit and rest them. 
Yeah, what? I lose I lose track of our days. Last week we were on Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah. we were on Wednesday. So we have called the Jags. Jets and we'll be game. Tuesday next week, by the way. Jags, yeah, all the place. Jags Jets game. I guess was not a pretty game at all. Ugly game, but they did what they needed to do. Look, a lot of rain. Took care of business. Swirling wind. Overcame a a sack fumble. By I thought you were gonna say. You know, I was gonna say they overcame a Tim Tebow wannabe in the second. They did half. do that. They did. <laughs> Same number. That dude was a right-handed version of Tim Tebow, man. I've never heard of the guy. Practice squatter. Played CFL. Yeah, uh, played in CFL. And, uh, God, Zach Wilson's terrible. Let's just, it's, uh, you know, I you, know I told you, you feel, I feel bad for him because even plays – look, now, the reason I did, <laughs> there was a couple of plays that he made where he extended plays, completed passes, but before he ever threw the ball, he was being booed. If he didn't throw the ball after his three, five, or uh, seven-step drop, puts the right foot in the ground, and he didn't spin it right away, right away they were expecting something bad to happen, and he was being booed. That's a man that says poor kid can't catch a break. And well, all for one comment. Look, it's not his fault he was picked number two overall. Right? It's not his fault. It's not his fault that he's mediocre. Well, okay. you see the article um, that somebody posted on Facebook uh, from two years ago, the football genius Chris Sims. Mm-hmm. Said that you know, Zach Wilson, the Jags should pick him because Lawrence is the popular, but Zach Wilson is more ready right now to win. So, well, you look, retract look, that up mechanically, Bill? Zach Wilson looks great, right? And he can make all the throws. But what happens is when he's in game situations, there's has a process and it's live bullets, and the game is sped up a bit. He struggles, and, and that's what's happened. And that, that's a huge problem. That's a problem for a lot of quarterbacks. Absolutely it is. Sure it is. Sure it is. 100%, man. Of course. All right, so the poll question is out there. Uh, what says the listening audience thus far? Magic Matt LeVay. Well, it looks like so far a lot of the audience is rolling with exactly what the Jags are deciding to do. Let 70, play. Yeah, they're going to say 77% say just yep. let them play. 19% say play the starters for just a half. Yeah, that's what I And uh, literally only 4% say sit the starters. So everyone's on board with playing them, at least to some degree. You know what? It, and uh, and I'm, I'm torn between playing a half or letting them play the entire game. Because, look, man, you've got things rolling. If you can roll in and keep that momentum and beat up Houston – Exercise some demons there because although look here's what's crazy had, had they beat had they beat Houston here a win over Houston this weekend would put the put the division away it put well, the division away you beat the Giants it would well, put well it no away. no the, but no the divisional game that that that's why this sure. week doesn't yeah. matter it's because they lost it's, it's the divisional record if they end up if they end up losing to Tennessee week 18 but let's 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 backtrack. Nobody's been in Houston away late. The Cowboys couldn't put them away. The the Chiefs couldn't put them and away. And they beat Tennessee. Yeah, so it's not like every team's been blowing Houston out last few weeks. I get it. I wouldn't expect the Jags to just put Houston away. I didn't way. say that. Right. I wouldn't say that at all. Put away, but I think you're acting like, well, no, well, my, no, my point, no, my point is I see where the Jaguars would like to continue with a positive momentum and, and try to go in and, and beat Houston and win another one going into week 18 with a win, right? Even if you were to play a half and the starters sit, but then, uh, you know, you roll some other guys out there and then Houston comes back and win, it does take away some of the momentum that you've developed over the course of the last month and a half of the season. Um, but, boy, I'll tell you what, man. Um, 
when you look at just moving forward, right? So the Jaguars have, without a doubt, a top five National Football League quarterback and National Football League head coach. Top five and top five. There's only seven or eight coaches. You're going to say without a doubt? Yeah, I'd say without a doubt. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Five or six at worst, right? I mean, you you could – if you want to argue and say Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Hurts, as far as how they're playing right now, and and then roll in with number six uh, with Trevor Lawrence, okay, all right. Um, I'll let you argue that case. But the question we had last week, who other than the number one guy, Patrick Mahomes, would you absolutely, without beyond a shadow of a doubt, trade Lawrence for? And you said none of them. So you're sitting here, you know, really? Really? Top five for Really? And you're telling me that you wouldn't trade him for any of them other than Patrick Mahomes. So are now, you now you you're, consider, ta- you're talking on both sides of your mouth here, Chuck. But now you got to consider Burrow. you got to put that him Well, no, sure you do. Sure. And I said last week, the only – of the top five, the guys we mentioned last week, the only guy that I would possibly trade him for would be Joe Burrow. But that would still put him at three. Mahomes, Burrow, Lawrence. Again, I wouldn't trade him for Herbert. He's got a he's got a he's he, he's better than Herbert. He processes a little okay. better than Herbert. He, he's doing it with lesser receivers than Justin Herbert is. Um, and again, Josh Allen has regressed a bit this year. And he's to me, he's a bit like Cam Newton, a more accurate arm than Cam, but he plays a similar style. And at some point in time, these Knicks, you know, his aggressive way of playing running people over is going to catch up with him. I think. So that's why I would not trade Trevor Lawrence for Josh Allen. Um, that's a that's a well, that's, that's a tough one. Well, sure, sure it is. Sure it's tough. But you know what the beauty of it is, Chuck? So me, what the beauty of it is is we're having a tough conversation and a tough decision when you're talking about Trevor Lawrence and the elite quarterbacks in this league as to whether or not you would trade them or not. Not oh my gosh, uh, we're picking seventh again. Who me, do we take? Where do we go? Let me flip it around because talent is talent. So. What do you think Bills fans would say? You could have Allen, you could have Lawrence. Who do you think Bills fans would say? Oh, they would take their guy. Okay, well, you power yeah, you know. power regardless of what sure. he's good or what he's going to do. Sure. Forward, you know, I mean, what, my point is, I mean, yes, they love Allen, but if, if, you, if you told Bills fans, you could have Mahomes, I think most would say, give me Mahomes. I, I, I don't think so. I you think, think so? I, I think they're, they'll be biased towards their guy, and they should be. Look, but, but that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. When you talk to your fan base, you're talking to fan bases that have elite quarterbacks. The Chargers, look, the Chargers, the Eagles, the Jags, obviously the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, they all have guys that they would have no issue at all, given that whether they're right or wrong, Given their quarterback fifty million dollars a year. I think what's funny is if you're the all the way from you if you're the Texans to the Eagles, you can at every team in between you can say at least at least we're not the Broncos. <laughs> Woo! Or the Cardinals. Well, the Colts are bad. I said or the Cardinals. Cardinals. 
Well, they said we put the Cardinals in the same position as you put the uh, put the Broncos. Yeah, they they gave a lot of guaranteed money away to a midget quarterback. And here's what here's what's great. Hey, you maybe say the Ravens here pretty soon because you know they're going to give him a. They're not now. Yes, they now are. I don't think they are. You don't think they? You know are. what I think they'll do? They're going to franchise him a couple of years and then get what they can out of him, and they'll kick kick him down the road unless he proves otherwise. He's got to become a better passer, man. Lamar Jackson is not a good passer. He has that sidearm release. The ball tails on him a bit. He's just not a good passer. And, and if I, he can fix those mechanics and become a better passer, I would say about Lamar Jackson, what I said about Michael Vick 25 years ago, if he was one of the higher completion percentage guys in the league, or Michael ago. Vick might have been the best quarterback in NFL history. Well, 20 years ago. Well, well, whatever. You get my point. Okay, whatever. Whatever, Chuck. <laughs> But you get my point, man. And it's the same thing with Lamar Jackson. Same thing. I mean, I didn't expect – I don't think anyone expected Russell Wilson to be as bad as he was, but I kept criticizing why you had him under contract. Here, here's what, the problem. What was the rush to go out and – if he played well this year, yes. Here's the problem with Russell Wilson, okay? Um, and what's funny, I've got some quarterback news and notes, and one of, the, one, one of the things Russell Wilson said, I wish he said, I wish I would have played better for Coach Hackett. Um it's a system, man. Um, Russell Wilson, his last year in Seattle, they changed his system to more of a West Coast-type pass-first offense. He's better with run-first, play-action pass, run, 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 play-action, hit guys over the top. So last year's offense and this year's offense hasn't been that at all. He, he struggled in this type of an offense. And if you're going to give a guy that much guaranteed money, and that, that length of the contract, you have to tailor it around what he does well, and that's not what they did last year or this year. So the question is, obviously the, the usual suspects are out there for, you know, candidate for next head coach, Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh. Do you take the job or are you like, oh, my God, I'm saddled with Wilson for two or three years. No. I'm not taking that job. No, you take – hell, yeah, you take that job. And I think it's Sean Payton. So, so you think Russell Wilson could be – Revised? Sure he can. Okay. I just told you why, how. Okay, well. He's telling the offense around him. He looked, he didn't all, all, there. He did all of a sudden forget how to play quarterback. Well. He's not 45 he's not years he's old. old. He's not 50. He's right. He's, he's average age for a quarterback. Uh, so, no, he's not completely washed, uh, as some people may lead you to believe or think. Okay. I think he's still a solid player. And if you put the right people around him, uh, you put him in the, the you know, an offense Again, like I just said, he's more of a run-first quarterback, play action, a deep ball over the top, drop, you know, drops the ball in the bucket. That's what he is. He's not, you know, pass-first, you know, zone, uh, West Coast type of an offense. That's not what he does well. So they've got to flip that. That's all. Let's talk Sean Payton for a second. I've heard everything. Of course, the Broncos, you've heard he goes back to New Orleans. I haven't even heard. He goes back to New Orleans. Tom Brady goes to the Saints. They hook up and win the Super Bowl. How about this? this is what, <laughs> hey, sure. what about this? this, one, this one. If, if the Cowboys don't get the Super Bowl, Jerry Jones pulls the trigger, gets Sean Payton. Well, well, the talk, the talk is in Dallas. Well, well, the talk is this. is uh, it, Behind closed doors, as Jerry Jones has said, if we don't make the NFC Championship game, we're going to fire Mike McCarthy. Right. There goes your Sean Payton. Well, here's the thing, though, man. is He – you still have to give the Saints compensation. 
for Sean Payton. He's still in a contract to the Saints. So you don't just get him for nothing. Yeah, but what so, are you going to give up? A first-round pick? That's what, think, that's think, what they're going to Yes, You yeah, think Gary yeah. Doles cares about a first Well, he would, take, he would give – who knows what he would give. He would be fine with – I'm it, telling they you. They got Sean Payton knows? years ago. I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't for Sean Payton? No. No, I would not. A first-round pick? They're going to be drafted towards the end of the Whatever. Why would you care? Look, I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope the Cowboys win the damn Super Bowl, okay? But I don't know. What I'm telling you, it's going to cost a first-round pick, and it's. I'm, I'm wondering what they're going to have to pay Sean Payton, whether it's the Cowboys, the Broncos, or whomever. It's going to, he's going to cost $15 million a year probably. Now, how is he still – So I, okay, how is it – how is it that any team that hires Peyton would have to give up draft pick? I guess because he's still under contract to the Saints. Okay, you can't just it'd be like a player or a coach. Okay, I'm retiring. Okay, uh, because there's three, say you're a player or a coach, you have five years left and you're in the okay, contract. Okay, but Hackett just got you, fired. If he, so if he would have gone anywhere else, so what was there? He retired on his own, or what was the what's the yeah? Difference? Sean Payton okay, stepped I, away. I, yeah, I, I, he didn't get fired. He, he didn't get fired. He retired. Okay. Okay. So what he did, he retired. He stepped away from the game. The Saints didn't release him from his contract. So if he decides to step back into the game, he unless he's outside of that window, he's still in the contract with them. So he was. He's the property of say they were John Gruden, right? Or whatever. When you're a property of another team. You can't just go somewhere else. Because you quit on your own. You're still yeah. So, now I've also heard that the Packers, if you may have heard it, the Packers said, all right, we're done with Rodgers. That's this year. Jordan loves our guy going forward. So, would a team have to, I guess, assume the $100 million those remaining two years on the con, on his contract? Because he signed a if three-year contract. Trade him. Yeah. If you trade him, sure. So, you think the Packers are moving on from Rodgers? No. 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 Why in the hell would you do that? Why would you do that? Well, because now all of a sudden you're okay. That'd be stupid because you got a first round draft pick waiting. Look, you have know, no, you have you have Romeo Dobbs, who was hurt most of the year. Christian Watson. So you have two young, really good wide receivers, good young talent. You got a a two of the monster at the running back position. The Packers, the last few weeks have played a lot better football. Rodgers still has it. Rodgers still a, a top tier quarterback, right? He he is. So why in the world? When you have young pieces finally around Aaron Rodgers, why the hell would you throw kick him to the curb and put a young, young, unproven guy that may not be for the damn under center? Why would you I do that? It makes zero sense. Where did you hear this from? Where did you hear this from? The National Enquirer? Is that still a thing? Star Magazine? Where did you hear this from? Okay, just don't be surprised. The fact okay, I'm asking from. you, where did you hear it from? I heard Rodgers in Miami. That's okay. fine with me. Okay. Yeah. I, I I say they stay outside both Rogers and Brady Lake a piece oh, of party job. Goodness, man. All right, we're gonna break here. Poll question out there is this out there is this. We're gonna talk Jaguars when we come back. Uh, the next couple of weeks, the playoffs, uh, what we're looking at there. And then look where we can plug uh some plug and play guys uh in free agency. We're gonna discuss that and more as we broadcast you from Dick's Wings of the North Side on ten ten XL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. Chuck, I don't give you credit very often. Hey, FSU's about to score, Dad. Yeah. I don't give you <laughs> FSU and 
Oklahoma to cheat its bowl, 17-11 Oklahoma in the third quarter, FSU driving a score um, to possibly go ahead. I don't give you, you, know, you know, credit very often, but something you do, man, you, you do a very good job of of uncovering, like, little gems, right? right? Like, you know, I was having my truck service, hanging out, bored out of, bored out of my mind at the Tubles on Main Street here two days ago. And uh, you ran across that video, about an hour-long video, uh, as far as a little documentary, as far as, the, you know, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, the Jaguars, when the Jaguars got the team. And I said, man, I've got nothing better. I was, my breaks were being done. Like an hour long, 50 minutes. Yeah, it's 50 minutes. So that, I was able to, that occupied 50 minutes of my time. What was it called again, Chuck? For people listening. Uh, it was good, man. Look it up. up. It was good. It, it's, it's, um, I can tell you. If you are a Jaguars fan, um, you know, especially if you're, and if you're from here, man, um, it's, a, it's a good 50-minute watch. Um, it actually is. Go ahead. What's it called? No, keep talking. I'm looking. No, it was. Uh, it was, dude. It was on one it. of those, man. It's. Uh, it was a bit of a. You know, I hate to say this, but kind of a. Got tears in my eyes when I watched it. I mean, it was. Now two points on that. I mean, it, you know, went through the went through the whole. You know, you know, as far as you know, the Jaguars and I mean like the city of Jacksonville and and uh, the early years of. Of uh, when Ursay, you know, landed the helicopter at midfield, and the only thing that uh, Jake got, then Mayor Jake Godbold promised was a hot dog and a drink. Yeah, and fifty or sixty thousand people showed up screaming, "We want the Colts!" And they talked about touchdown Jacksonville, and when the, the Tom Petway led the way early on, and Ron Weaver. It's, it's called Destiny, the insider story of how Jacksonville won the Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, look, it was. Especially as, as a Jacksonvilleian. Now, especially as someone that's from here. Now, I have now, someone that's from here. I had pro, I had problems with one thing about it. Well, hold on. If you uh, okay. Up, yeah, I'll, I'll go, and I'll let you go with that, uh, with, the, with the problem I, that you have. But, but so to set it up here, so you know, it talked about the, you know, again, the early the early years uh, in terms of uh, Earthsafe. You know, landing the helicopter here, and and uh, you know the ja- the city of Jacksonville hosted a handful of preseason games, and then you had other other cities, other teams that would use the Jaguars, right? They'd use them, or not the Jaguars, the city, use the city of Jacksonville to uh, to leverage as leverage to get better to get better deals. Uh, they did it in Houston, they did it in New well, somewhat New Orleans. New Orleans was ready to move here, and Pete Rosell said no. Uh, that's a true story. They were the New Orleans Saints. Tom Benson was going to move the team here. They had meetings at the, at the old city hall building. Uh, during and the USFL had their team meetings here. At the same time, Tom Benson. I think was, was it Tom Benson or was it the owner before him? Anyway, the, the, the owner yes, the, was the Benson. Yes, the owner at the time of the Saints. He was moving here, and Pete Rosell, then commissioner, said, no way in hell you're moving the Saints to Jacksonville, that, that hick town. No way. No way, no how. But uh, 
the Falcons, right? Rankin-Smith. Rankin-Smith. Use, you know, uh, use the city. But, Adam. but at the same time, Bud Adams, you know, out in Houston. But Bill Bidwell. Uh, Bill Bidwell. That's for the Cardinals. Um, but the the city of Jacksonville used them, too, because they were in the, the, the peripheral, right? They were in the peripheral, you know. They were always in, you know, in the uh, in the conversation, right? Um, so, and it just it goes through that. And, and uh, man, it was. Dude, it would just – I'm telling you, man, I, I absolutely, when I, as I would watch it, tour, I mean, I'd, just, I'd tear up a couple of times. just think, man, just all the emotions, right. just with having all, all the memories. I remember where I was. I was, at the, I was, going, I was in the police academy at the time, and I was, I was going – I was working all day, the police academy at night. I was, I was all the way to the police academy. And Alex Lamb and Jay Solomon was doing a show in the afternoon at the time. 4, 12 p.m. And, and they announced, you know – uh, the city of Jacksonville was awarded the 30th franchise, man. And it, it, but that's the telling you, it's an outstanding 50-minute watch. Yeah. And what's your what's the now thing going that back and looking at way way years after the fact? My one, I guess, criticism and my one funny moment. The criticism is just the way that they, I guess, the city leaders talked about Jacksonville as kind of like a backwards hick town. I. I think Jacksonville was a fine city back then. It's almost it's almost like they were criticizing how backwards Jacksonville was. And I think Jacksonville would be a better city 30, 40 years ago, but, hey, that's just me. So did, did you pick up on that at all? It's like, hey, you're criticizing the city. It's like we're, we're backwards because we didn't have any major pro sports. And, and, and it was that Tom Will said that, right? When Tom Will said that, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I think even Delaney may have said yeah. that. You know, that's got kind of, I guess, rubbed me the wrong way. But it uh, did at the time, but now looking back, now it does. And the other funny thing, the funny with thing, Tom was, Coughlin. Tom Coughlin, I've called you about this. Yeah, you did. Nobody figured. So Tom Coughlin interviewed him like towards the end. Of course, obviously after they got the team, they hired. Him, he goes, "Well, you know, I took the job, came from Boston College, and." Arrived in Jacksonville and it was raining hard and I, you know, I, I drove up to the stadium and the stadium was knocked down. There's only that one side standing, what the west side. Yep. yep. Uh, the one upper deck because but yeah, the old the old stadium you you had like one side had the upper deck. Right. So they yeah. kept the upper deck. Yeah. It's the only thing they kept. So I pulled up and it's raining. You know, the rain's up to like the halfway up the hubcaps and I get out and there's mud. There's a trailer and I walk in and they say, well. There's no desk for you. Yeah, you could share uh, Wayne Weaver's desk. We'll get you. To, and he's like, "What have I gotten myself into?" I'm like, "Wait a minute, Tom. Okay, what you've got yourself into is a job with an NFL team. You act like you walked into the office of like a W, you know, a World League team or something. It may the not we, be the around. We laugh. The WLAF. Yeah. We laugh. It may not be around yeah. a couple of years. So I yeah. just thought that was kind of. I thought that was silly to say, but maybe I'd be a nitpicky, but what you got yourself into is a damn NFL job. I, I get what you're – probably a little nitpicky. I don't think he meant that. It's just, just – he just meant, wow. What, what, Did you what think else? it three because, years? Because he mentioned, he mentioned, you know, went to the trailer and, and that had to have an office. They say, well, the owner, Weaver, William Weaver's over here, used his desk. So my question is, did you think in three years you're still going to be in that trailer and not have a desk? Yeah, I, okay. don't, I don't think he thought that. Here's the, here was my takeaway from it. Because I'm in construction, okay, and, and I know what things cost to build. My takeaway was, damn the inflation. Oh, you yeah. Know, they were the, – the city, city council, uh, they, they, turned, they turned the deal down a couple of times, tried to make some amendments and all these things. And, and uh, when you hear these 
billion-dollar stadiums being constructed. Five billion, yeah. You know, it was only the, the, the final price tag was $120 million. That, that was the price tag, $120 million For stadium. To, to build the stadium. Think about what it costs to build these stadiums now. It's crazy. Four or five billion. Absolutely dude. crazy, uh, the one man. The in L.A. was what, five billion? Yeah. Now, here's what's crazy. Jerry's is 1.3, Talk about inflation. The last NFL team to sell, what, was Broncos a couple years ago? They sold for $4 billion. Mm-hmm. We know they opened up bids for, for the, I said the Redskins. The Redskins, the Sweet Commanders, whatever yep. you call them now. Yep. I think all the bids have been well north of $7 billion. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, it? that's just that's double. It's going to be like double what the Broncos sold for, what, three or four years Think ago. about Sean Conn's ROI. How much did he pay for that? I think like 700 I think. Million? About $700 million, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. I think like 680 something like that. It's, yep. uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. I know. Absolutely. It's really yeah, crazy. it is. So, all right, so – um, this break here, we're, we're we're behind. We're gonna try to sort of catch back on, you know, catch on time with the clock here. Um, when we I come back, look. When we come back, um, let's talk about the Jaguars and, and the, the run that they've had. Um, boy, and, and look, and I hate to to get ahead of myself here, but man, I look at the future. And uh, sure, uh, you know, you, you you win Week 18, you'll play Baltimore here, you'll host a home game against I, the Ravens, and then. Your reward is you win that game. You travel to Kansas City, um, and you know what? Well, look, if you get in the tournament, as Bill Parcells once coined, if you get in the tournament, who knows, right? You, you never know. You get hot, good things can happen. But man, looking at the 2023 season and beyond, uh, where this team c- c- could go. I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna before we go break, we'll call you out. I may have called you out last week. You said they're gonna dominate for the next decade. Yeah. How many? NFL teams have dominated a division for a decade. The Patriots. Well, okay. Okay, name them other than the Patriots. Who? Well, go. well, let's. I'll go right now. Look go. at the AFC South with, with Andrew. The Chiefs with, 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 hold on. With, I'm, I'm going to tell you with Andrew Luck, the Colts dominated the dominated the AFC South. When he retired, the Titans have dominated the AFC South outside of a couple of years with Deshaun Watson. It's all about quarterback play. So the dominance of this. Division is all about Trevor Lawrence. It's all about, okay, the Dallas Cowboys dominated the division in the 90s. You mentioned the Patriots. The Niners dominated the division. Okay, the Bills dominated the division. What do they all have in common, Chuck? Quarterbacks. Okay, the Jaguars have a generational quarterback and will dominate the AFC South for a lot of years. You can't say generational yet, maybe, but not yet. Okay, a, a generational one. talent and a franchise-caliber quarterback is what they have. That's what they have. And I know you want to you talk against that because you're a contrarian, and I understand it. No, you are a contrarian. You are. Because you know, last week you'll sit here and you'll say, I won't trade Trevor Lawrence or anybody other than Patrick Mahomes. And now 30 minutes ago, you say, oh, I don't know if he's a top-five quarterback. How can you go both sides there? You want to be a contrarian, and point, that's okay. To say a team is going to dominate any division next next decade, that's that's a tall order for anyone. Unless the only thing that would change that is, is if the Colts or the Texans. Bryce Young. Or the, Bryce Young's <laughs> going to not get he's, he's going to suck. Bryce Young will say, be a bust. Bryce Young will be an absolute bust. 
You know what he is? You think? He's a poor man's version of Kyler Murray. He's a little dude with a pop gun for an arm that's very elusive. That's what he is. That's what he is. He's, he's, he's a great college quarterback, but not an NFL caliber quarterback. He's a poor man's Kyler Murray is what he is. But unless, and maybe I'm wrong, but that's my opinion of, of, of Bryce Young. But unless the Titans, the Texans, or the Colts draft a big-time talented quarterback or they bring one in via free agency or whatever, once that doesn't happen very often in free agency, um, the Jaguars will run this division until one of those things happen and he's got someone to go head-to-head with. Just one guy's opinion, Chuck. All right, we'll step aside for a break. We'll come back, talk Jags. I've got on this day in sports. I've got some Tom Brady news, that and more from Dick Swings in the North Side on 10, 10 XL. Compton and Company on 10, 10 XL. Chuck, this is a night we could do radio for like five hours. It could be like a radio marathon. Look, what a great night. Cowboys, uh, Titans. But you say that, kick it, off, kick it off soon. We have, obviously, uh, Florida State, Oklahoma, and the Cheez-Its Bowl. We are Dick Swings of the North Side. Pull a question out there again is this. If you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson, we know they're playing the guys this weekend, but what would you do? Play them, sit them, <coughs> or treat it like it's a uh, like week two or week three of the preseason, meaning play them a half and sit them if things are going well. This, You know what's kind of cool? During the break, I went over and talked to some fine gentlemen sitting in front of us. Uh, now, this is this is neat. These guys all played for Ed Waters College, played a little football back in the 60s. And they're all hanging out together tonight, Chuck. How cool is that, right? They're all hanging out. I mean, it's cool to have a bunch of dudes that have been buddies for, like, 50-plus years. Now, you know, and we've got a little circle of friends, right, that I've got, you know, that we've hung out together here or there. But it's cool, man. That's cool. And uh, we were talking about Jaguar stuff during the break with this gentleman over there and uh, talking, you know, Trevor yeah. Lawrence and uh, this team moving forward, right? So think about this, Chuck. And, again, I, I, and I love the here and now because the Jacksonville Jaguars, unless they just urinate the bed, are going to the playoffs. And that was unthinkable six weeks ago. Or whenever the, the Jaguars lost to the Lions, after they beat the, they beat the Ravens, lose to the Lions, Doug Peterson says, oh, this is a one-off, we're fine. We're like, okay, yeah, sure, coach. Yeah, sure, coach. And you would have thought that you know, the season is over. But now all of a sudden, week 17 doesn't matter. But no, it's not because the season is over. It's because everything is all about week 18. And that's just great stuff, and I'm sitting here with my Roger Staubach salute to service jersey on, ready for the Cowboys, Titans, um, and as a fan of, it is really team one and one A, as I've said last week when I was at the Cowboys-Jaguars game, I've got my Cowboys gear on, but I was sort of low-key pulling for the Jaguars, and my sons gave me such grief about that, but I love them both, man, I mean, again, I was one of those 50-plus thousand fans, me and my dad you know, God rest his soul, we're in the old Gator Bowl. We were two of the people that got the hot dog and the Coke 
that Jake Godbolt provided us with. I mean, I, I, I mean, from here, love this city, love this, you know, love the Jaguars, and and can't wait to be in those in, in the stands for Week 18. Can't wait. Um, you're going to be there? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah, I'll be there. Are no. you kidding me? Absolutely. Well, what the hell, yeah. You act like, well, you act like I'm asking a question of a yeah. somebody that's been to every Jag game yeah. the past 10 years. I've been to four this year. Okay, well, all right, fine. All right, but I mean, I've seen the ticket holder, so. No, but I go to a lot of, I go to a lot of games. Now, I'm actually giving the Jags credit here. You said unless they totally urinate the bed, they're going to be in the playoffs. Well, all it takes is losing one game. That's not urinating the bed. It is. It now, is. if you got a three-game it lead, is. It is because you know that's urinating the bed. It is because they're playing an NFL team, you know. <laughs> it is. There's a buddy, Eric Lees, doing the, you know, tomahawk chop. Buddy man I worked with for years. Um, I mean, it just takes losing no, one game. Of that's course. not urinating Look, the bed. It, it is. Indeed. The Eagles, if they lose. Dear the, Lord, Chuck. Well, it is. Why do you want me to the Eagles lose? Look, if the Eagles don't win the division, uh, that would be your day. You're giving bad. me a headache. Well, it's not you're your giving me a headache. It's losing here. one game. That's possible. You're, you're giving me a headache. It's possible. No, here's why it is. Because when you went into Tennessee and you beat them, they were a full strength. Now, all of a sudden, okay, they roll into Jacksonville, Florida. When you were on a roll, they're without one of their best defensive players in Bud Dupree. Without their starting quarterback in Ryan Tannehill, they're going to start either a third-round rookie that doesn't know his bleep from a hole in the ground, and then a journeyman quarterback. They've got a terrible offensive line. They have a terrible secondary. Are you freaking kidding me? What if you, you lose that game, it is urinating no, down your leg. Are you stupid or something? What do you think? Okay. My God, you're dumb sometimes. What do you think the For line? a smart person, you're dumb right now. What do you think the line now. will be? You're actually like the line's going to be like 17 Jacksonville points. Jacksonville by nine. Nine? The oh. Jaguars by nine. Oh, My goodness, Chuck. But you act like urinating the bed would be Philadelphia not winning the division. That's urinating the bed. You know, Dolphin, Dolphin Gary earlier asked me about blood pressure. It's usually about 125 over 70. But you get me so fired up sometimes, and I try to get you fired up. Now it's probably 190 over 160. My wow. goodness, Chuck, are you kill? You're kidding me, right? And also Tennessee's oh, playing a God. seven and eighteen. They're not. They're not playing the Chiefs, <laughs> by the way. That's what you don't okay. understand. Okay, let's talk about the last. You got to step away and look at it from. Mm. Okay, the Jaguars were two and six. Since, yeah, oh, yeah, they were 2-6. and six. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, they were 2-6. and six. Yes, they were. And since then, they're 5-2. and two. So there's a little, it's, it's a little difference. Again, this has a 96 vibe to it. <laughs> They've won five of the last seven. They get the top-rated quarterback in the NFL since week nine is what they have. Come on, man. So, yes, if they lose to a Titans team, this roster has been depleted. Uh, at home, yes, that would be a definition of urinating down your leg. Yes, it would. No, what part of that don't you understand? Uh, Matt, Matt be, the tire, Matt, Matt, be the tiebreaker here. Yes. If the Jaguars lose to a depleted Titans roster with either Dermot Rock and Titans quarterback. Now, hold on, I'm talking, Chuck. Let me answer okay, for I'm going to turn, 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 turn Chuck just got turned down. He's not talking right now. Okay? So, so Matt. Uh, if the Jaguars lose to Tennessee with a, a second-slash-third-string quarterback, no offensive line, no secondary, 
to a Jaguar team that's everything to play for. Would you just find that as urinating down your leg? Oh, 1,000%. That would be a major yeah. disappointment. No. Absolutely. It's Chuck, you're one stupid. Game. Chuck, you're stupid. I was going to say, Matt, you're before stupid. you answer me, it turned me in. Look, if, if Jacksonville said, okay, you got four games to go, all you have to do is win one of those four, you win a division. If they win, if they go four, that's your day to I mean, but one you game, know what? Any, hey. one NFL game, anything can happen. Uh, you know what makes this great? You know what makes this great? But it's still you're down your leg. You know what makes no, this great, not. Matt, is Chuck really believes this. Yes. He really believes what he's saying, which makes it – I don't even – Well, I should, I just – you know, I think I'm going to take the headset off and let you talk for the next, what, what time is it? It's 8.14 for the next 46 minutes. I'll just let you go because I, don't, I, I, I can't do anything with you. But I think the teams are pretty even. It's not your dating the best. It's not pretty even. They'll be favored by eight or nine points. I mean, this Titans roster is just so depleted across the board. So I, that's why I would say if they had some more guys, Chuck, I would say I, I wouldn't consider it urinating if they had some more guys available. But Chuck I doesn't mean, follow the league. He doesn't follow anything. All they he have doesn't it. understand that they're so depleted defensively. They, they, their, their offensive line is it, their tackles are terrible. He doesn't know any of that. He, he doesn't know. He, he's he's looking at the history of this rivalry. It's the NFL. Okay, sure, it's the NFL. That's right. That's right. But the reason, another reason, Chuck, it's urinating down your leg, is because all the good that you've done on the road. And at home, right. five of the last seven weeks. If you lay a damn egg at home in front of sixty-seven to seventy thousand fans screaming for for you, whether it's a Saturday night, Sunday night, Sunday at four twenty-five, or whatever it is, yes, that constitutes urinating down your Watch leg, out. especially what, what Matt and I have just talked about. They have an absolute depleted roster um, in Tennessee right now. By the way, these Cowboys jersey tonight, as the young kids say, they are clean. You talk about, about a say, clean jersey. Oh, my God. Are they the ones I hate? Man. Have the stars on their shoulder? These are beautiful. I hate these jerseys. These, these are the worst. beautiful. White on yeah, white with a white helmet with a blue star. Oh, my gosh. I hate this these. This might be the cleanest jersey I've seen in 50 years. Look, they're regular. Woo! Their regular home run jerseys are much better than this. Man, look of at course, that jersey. They're, they're dark jerseys. Look at that jersey look. those helmets. They're Man. dark their dark jerseys are the best uniforms in the NFL. Look I don't at know, they that. They should wear a more. Look at that clean jersey. That's but, not the one that you hate, by the way. That's different than the one that you hate. That's not the one at all. That's not the Troy Aikman era. No, no. This is wide they're on wide. No, they're this not, is, they're not this great. Is beautiful. Look at that. Look at that, Chuck. Are you kidding me? Man, that's a nice-looking combination right there. Matt, are, are, do you have the game on right now? Oh, yeah. Well, what's funny is I was on Twitter scrolling a little bit here, and Damn. I saw everyone's posting about it because they, they do look pretty nice, I got to admit. Woo! I mean, this might – I'm telling you right now, this might be the best uniform combo I've ever seen in NFL football history. Really? I, I, that power blue by San Diego is also a thing of beauty. But, my goodness, does this look good. Man. Mm-mm-mm. Boy, I, I, don't know. I guess I got a break here. I got a break and then control myself a little bit. Woo! All right, we're going to come back. It's a toss-up game next week, by the way. It's a toss-up. It's not, it's not a toss-up yes, game. No, it's not. <sighs>
Man, I don't know what to do with Chuck. I really don't. I mean, Malik uh, Willis has literally been horrible. And Joshua a... Dobbs is starting tonight. Exactly. So Malik Willis or Joshua Dobbs. There we go, Chuck. Like, that's a disappointment go, if you Chuck. lose to either one. Come on, man. Like we say when, you know, they get they get paid, too. They, they sure. It's not a club. I a think their checks bounced. Playing. I heard that those two, their checks bounced. <laughs> you know, I'm with that you, was the, uh That was the commanders when you. they paid – your commanders paid off the 50-50 winner for like 15 grand. Get a check bounce. Now that was like funny. Really? I did not hear yeah. that. Yeah. Story back it was like Story. the raffle winner, right? The guy who won like the uh, the money. All stadiums so they gave do a it. Check and the check bounced. The commanders didn't have the money in their account. <laughs> now, now that's funny. An NFL team is going to sell for about eight billion dollars for fifteen thousand dollar check. Was not good. Wow. <laughs> wow! 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 All right, we're going to go back. We're going to pick some games in a couple of segments. Yeah, we do. Uh, but, no, but real quick, though, you know what, man? Seriously, Calvin Ridley, I said it when I jumped ahead of myself, Calvin Ridley gets added to this office next year to replace Marvin Jones Jr. In free agency, you don't have a ton of money to spend. But what if the Ravens have to franchise Lamar Jackson? Maybe you get the Roquan Smith derby at linebacker. Uh, uh, Javon Hargrave, defensive tackle from Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Um uh, you know, as a, as a, your nickel corner. Uh, because, obviously, uh, Darius Williams plays better on the outside. I mean, there's guys there that you can add uh, moving forward to this roster. But it's just, it's just you know, to, to uh, get a little better. There's no rebuild. You've got your roster. I mean, this offense has a chance to be, with Calvin Ridley uh, added into this mix, the greatest show on turf 2.0, just on natural grass. What you have? I mean, my goodness, can't wait. All right, well, Cowboys are punting. Those clean jerseys didn't score a series one. All right, we'll step aside for a break. We'll come back, revisit our poll question, uh, talk more Jags. Uh, we got FSU, Oklahoma, that's 25-18, the Cheez-Its Bowl, uh, Cowboys, Titans. A packed house here at Dick's Wings at Yellow Bluff and New Berlin Roads. If you're in the area, come by and say hello to us. That more from Dick's Wings on the north side on 1010XL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Compton and Company. Coming from Dick's Wings on the north side is FSU just scored and I think tied things up 25-20. That's a weird score, 25-25. Oklahoma FSU, I, I think it's still in the third quarter. And a uh, busy, busy dick swings here on the uh, the north side. Uh, Titans-Cowboys, uh, no score. Uh, Cowboys just are forcing a punt. Um, again, uh, Cowboys didn't do much on the first possession, and neither did Tennessee. Um so back to the Jags, and I've got uh, some news and notes around the National Football League. I uh, also want to mention uh, Pele, soccer great. Uh, Brazil, uh, three-time World Cup winner. Uh, played for the New York Cosmos uh, here in the States. Uh, won his first World Cup at 17 with the Brazilian national team. Uh, an ambassador not just of soccer, but sports. Just a all the things that, that, that he did on and off the field, uh, you know, a lengthy battle with cancer, uh, dead at the age of uh, 82, died earlier today, uh, surrounded by, uh, you know, uh, a loving family. Um, so around the league, um, 
Here's a comparison for you. Are the Jaguars the Bengals? The last year the Bengals went 10-7. and seven. I'm not saying the Jags are going to the Super Bowl. But uh, the Bengals last year, go, go look at, go look at um, what they did um, during the season. Uh, a few blowout losses. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, you've got uh, – when, when I say the comparison here, right, so Joe Burrow, with, by the way, with a far worse offensive line than is here in Jacksonville, was sacked a NFL, I think, record like 58 times or something last year. But had Boyd and T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon, right? That's what he had um, here in Jacksonville. Uh, obviously, uh, in, in the backfield, um, boy, I'm, you know, come on, what are you doing? You, you got me distracted, Chuck. What are you doing over there? I'm, I was trying to find a line for next week's Tennessee Jacksonville. Are you doing a line yet? Uh, there's some lines for some games. I haven't found a Jags team yet. But no, but you have ET in the backfield, right? Now that I'm, my, my mind is right here, uh, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones. Uh, to go along with uh, Christian Kirk. Think about next year. So the three receivers set. So there you have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd mixed into the backfield. Jacksonville, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Travis Etienne in the backfield. And if you can find a way to re-sign Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram in the tight end position. Uh, but then you go back to it's, – it's not, in my opinion, a coincidence that all of these players here locally are having career years. Zay Jones, career year. Christian Kirk is about to have his first 1,000 receiving yard season. His first uh, – he's going to uh, have his all-time high and, and touchdown receptions. Evan Ingram – the most number of catches and yards he's ever had in his career either. It's all about Trevor Lawrence. What the greats do is they make guys around them better. Think about a a former – look, I'm not saying that Evan Ingram isn't a great – he can't be a great tight end, isn't a very good good player. But think about Julius Thomas. Do you know who Julius Thomas is? Do you remember Julius Thomas? Do you remember who in the hell that is? He played for – Came for the Broncos. Yeah, there, there you came go. Came to you the Jags, was no good. And I think he ended up going to the Dolphins. And he was that, no right? good there either. Right. I do remember him. But when he was in Denver, he was very good. Who was his quarterback, Chuck? Denver. Some guy named Manning. Right. Some guy named Manning. Right. So Manning got him a huge contract. Just like Peyton Manning made his offensive lineman better. Zane Beatles got a big free agent deal in Jacksonville and sucked here. So some these quarterbacks, the great ones, they can go through the progressions quickly. They process the game at, at, at a high level. They stand at the line of scrimmage, and they know who's going to be open for the ball snap. They make everyone around them better, right? So Evan Ingram was just an average player. I mean, it's considered a bust, really. Had to sign a one-year $9 million prove-it deal here in Jacksonville. But all of a sudden, he's flourishing because Trevor's his quarterback. So next year, with Calvin Ridley, this offense will, without a doubt, 
be a top five offense in the National Football League. Top five, no doubt. Without a doubt. As long as everyone remains healthy. I'm not saying I agree with this. I have to show you because you would call me a liar, but look at this line right here. Next week, Tennessee minus three and a half at Jacksonville. Okay, well, go ahead and let's, I'll play that right now all day long. Okay, so I'm just telling you a lot is Tennessee minus three. All right. What does that mean? That means Tennessee is favored to win. No, they're not. Minus three. Tennessee is they're minus. not minus three and a half. No, they're oh, not. Look at oh, that, you're, look at no, that right there. That's incorrect. Look at that. What does that say? Does that say that must Tennessee? be a lie from a long time ago? That's, that's not what right. I thought you were going to say. That's not. That's not an. That's no. That's not a correct line. That's well, not that's a lie. a lie. No, it's not. You're I looking at something for six months ago. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Line. There's no way in hell that's a current line. I'm not saying it's going to be fine, but I'm saying that's it's the line. That's not the line now. Okay, that's well. Not the, that's not the line now. You're looking at something that's three or four months old or whatever it is. There's no way in hell. They would have put a line out four months ago for a game. What, what website is that? Mad Magazine? Is that The Onion? The Onion paper that's like, uh, is that The Onion? Mad Magazine. That's, that must be what that is because you're looking at something from some long time ago. There's no way. Well, the line for There's Baltimore no Cincinnati next week is Cincinnati minus three. That sounds about right. That's not right. There's no way in hell t- Tennessee's favor to be Jacksonville in Jackson. No, there's no way. The line, oh, uh, okay, well. That's I'm incorrect. Right, there's well, no way. That's, that's, there's, uh, Matt, well, what do you call on that? He's chief pulling up some website that says the Titans are a three-and-a-half-point favorite to beat Jacksonville. Next week. There, there's there's no way, especially just with all the playoff projections yeah, and everything. Stupid. There's no there, way. Look, I say NFL odds. That's think I don't <laughs> I almost said a really bad word on the air. There's no way. Don't get upset. That's don't get upset. That's not possible. Why, why you want to give me three and a half for $10,000 right now? I wouldn't give that for anything. If it was if it was Tennessee minus <laughs> you know, plus goodness. 50, I would give it to you for $10,000. <laughs> my you goodness. Gosh. Well, I just showed you a line. Oof. All right. Okay. So, here's some quarterback news for you, Chuck. Mike White's back in. Zach Wilson is inactive. The Jets went out and ate the playoffs. Derek Carr benched, benched for uh, Stidham. Your boy, too, is in protocol. Ryan Tannehill's on IR. Brady says, I'm not thinking of retirement. Does this number mean anything to you, 8,292? Does that mean anything to you, Chuck? That number, 8,292. Not at the moment, so you tell me. How about this? It's the number of days Tom Brady uh, has been in the NFL, the same number of days he has not been in the NFL. Isn't that weird? They're even? They're even. For today only. For today only. Right. For today only, 8,292 days represents the number of days Tom Brady has not been in the NFL and the number, the number of days he has been in the NFL. 45 now? I mean, yeah. How about that How about that number, uh, Matt? That's pretty crazy. Isn't that weird? That is odd. That was weird. By the way, I did a little research here while we were uh, just discussing that. Uh, DraftKings Week 18 betting line show Jags minus six. Minus six. See, Chuck, what the, I don't know what the hell you're looking at. What it I don't know what the hell you're looking at. DraftKings, they said the Jaguars minus six. What the hell are you looking at, Chuck? Something from 1978? Well, 
I mean, seriously. In 1978, that team was the Houston Oilers, and Jacksonville didn't have a team. So. <laughs> okay. I they, had the, they, they had the Jacksonville I mean, Firebirds. So, yes, they did. Do you remember who the quarterback was? Do you remember oh, who the quarterback uh, was? I know. I remember the coach. Don Gaffney was the quarterback yes. for the Jacksonville Firebirds. The coach was uh, Corky Rogers, right? That's correct. That's right. Uh, That's correct. Don Gaffney was the quarterback. <laughs> they, they won the AFA uh, championship in 1979. So how about uh, – and Tom Brady, when asked about, you know, the number of days in the league, 8,292 and out and not in the NFL, he says, I'm not even thinking of retirement. So this dude, he he might try to play until he's 50. He just might try it. And good for him if that indeed is the case. Um, I thought you were anti-Brady no, I don't want him to win anything. But I, I would oh like to God. see him play until he's score, 50. Fish you score again. Jeez, Louise. It doesn't matter, Chuck. I mean, I'm with you. I'd love to see Oklahoma beat FSU. But it doesn't matter. It but, really doesn't. But now you got to hear But now FSU's up. Got to go 32-25. Um, Jalen Hurts was seen at practice today. Lamar Jackson misses the 11th straight practice. Carson Wentz back in. Taylor Heineke out. Which is kind of weird, because when you look at they put they put Wentz in during the game last week. They they pulled Heineke. I know, I know, but it, but, but when you look at the overall numbers, okay, so uh, in winning percentage, with Heineke in, they're ninth in the NFL. Without with Wentz, they're twenty first. Offensive points per game, uh, with with Heineke, they're nineteenth. Wentz are twenty eighth. Yards per game, twelfth with Heineke, twenty fourth with Wentz. Uh, driving uh, score percentage per drive, 19th with Heineke, 32nd with Wentz. But yet they're going to go back to uh, to I Carson guess in the Wentz. Last three games with Heineke, they're 0-2 and one, row three and one, I believe. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. How about Baker Mayfield playing outstanding football for the Los Angeles Rams? And who knows? He might have that job next year. He may have it because look. Matthew Stafford, he signed an extension in the offseason, has that, that spinal cord issue. Uh, so who knows? He says he's coming back, but, uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, how about yeah, I think that happened this year is usually the team that loses the Super Bowl has the Super Bowl hangover next year. Well, this year, the Super Bowl champion has, is terrible. And the Bengals, who lost the Super Bowl last year, are pretty good. They got it rolling. That's right. Well, the Rams, like, five and I think they're five and ten. How about yeah? That's right. How about Sam Donald having a resurgence? Right, Sam Donald having you know uh, a hell of a year. Yeah, he's been talking uh, again. Darnold back to the Jets. Uh, okay. <laughs> How about that? Now that would be something. All right, we'll step aside for a break. We'll come back. We'll pick some games as the Cowboys just took the lead. Uh, Zeke Elliott, I think, rambles into the end zone. We'll discuss. Uh, I got some college news and notes. Uh, some NIL stuff on this day in sports and birthdays as well. That more after this from Dick Swings of the North Island 10 to XL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. Oh, watching the, the Jaguars, Titans, Joshua Dobbs playing quarterback. Uh, and now we look at the real line. The Jags are early six points favor over Tennessee in week 18. And not, even, not nine, by the even way. more, well, by the time the game being is played, it'll be nine. I say nine. Look, the Cowboys are 11-point favorites tonight. I thought, I think, 14. Wait, is that the 14? Okay, up to 14 in Tennessee. Right. All right. 
the Tennessee Tigers are going to travel to Jacksonville and play a team that the Cowboys lost to, the Jaguar, and the Jaguars beat up Tennessee in, in Nashville. You act like it's Bama playing Vanderbilt. It might as well be. I mean, Tennessee has their receivers. They've got no quarterback. They've got no offensive line. They've got no secondary. And now Zach Cunningham linebacker's out. Bud Dupree defensive lineman's out. They got nothing. They got there's nothing left in Tennessee. Now, so if the Jaguars lose in week 18, it will be crushing. It will, it will be the second worst loss of Tennessee in Jaguars history only to the 99-33-14 AFC Championship game. Oh, I don't doubt that. I'm just saying care, be careful. Uh, what, why did Tennessee just call the league and say they should? They, they should. They should. We, we don't want to embarrass ourselves. We're not going to show we up week eighteen. They should just. They should go and pack the footballs up, boys. Let's call. It, let's call it a year. That's what they should do. But they're not. They're going to show up and get their asses kicked. That's fine. That's okay too. How? Okay. I'll, one more question before we pick games. All right. Other than the Chargers, how many games the Jaguars kick anybody's asses from from Tennessee? Eh, what they win by? What, 14, 17, okay, something like that? Yeah. Right? I think the Chargers were their one ass kicking of the year, right? No, they they no, they shut out ten they shut up a cold tier. They shut their asses out. That's okay. Two. Alright, come on, Chuck. Let's go. <laughs> Woo! Trevor Lawrence, baby. TL sixteen we and we trust. He and Doug Peterson. Alright, let's pick some games. How did we do last week? Where are the standings? Let's pick games this week. Let's go. Well, we all went forward too. We'll talk about that later. We all went forward too. Rod and I are still tied. Uh, we're still what two games below. Chuck, you'll be happy. Touchdown, Oklahoma. All right, you'll be happy. Matt, you're uh, you're three games behind us. You're hanging in there. So the good thing is I have some college games. Finally, some college games back in the docket this week. Really? Oh, we got some bowl. Yeah, oh, we, we haven't even talked about the national college football. Semifinals. That's correct. We got to talk about that a little bit. Let's, okay, so our, let's, let's our, get through these games. Let's go. Our first game is the Orange Bowl. Not in the Orange Bowl. The Orange Bowl is no longer this. Tennessee and Clemson. Clemson by six. That's a good game. Is either Clemson or Clemson? Which one? Charles Hell say Clemson. Clemson. What's the, what's the line again? Six. Clemson. Clemson by six. I'll take Tennessee. Give me the ball, Matt. Oof. You know what? Give me. Ah, uh, give me no. Give me Clemson. Boy, this is a tough one. This is a good game. On paper, it might not be a great game to play out, but it's a good game on paper. Give me – yeah, give me Tennessee. All right. All right. Next. All right. Next one is the semifinals. First, uh, what, 4 o'clock Saturday. TCU, Michigan. Michigan by seven and a half. Again, we, we threw this set out early on. There's been 16 semifinals in the college football playoff. Only three have been decided by 10 points or fewer. Uh I'm going to root like crazy for TCU. Well, I, I don't know if I will. I want someone to beat Georgia. Um, I think Michigan can. You don't think Michigan Yeah, can. yeah. Uh, Sonny Dykes, Max Dugan. Been a very nice story. Uh, I think Michigan finds a way to cover that spread and give me Michigan. Yeah, that's a tough one. Wow. Seven, that, that half point hook could get you. But still, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Michigan. Give me Michigan. You know what? I, I like the hook in this one. Give me TCU. Screw All right. It. Okay. I kind of like you're it. Right I hope you're right as well. I do hope not. not kind of hope you're right. I do hope you're right. Now we're going to the other semifinal game. Yep. Ohio State, 
not at Georgia, but versus, well, kind of essentially at Peach Georgia. Bowl, might as well be. Yeah, essentially a home game for Georgia. Uh, Georgia by six and a half. Uh, boy, I tell you what, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Georgia. Look at that former Gator Malik Davis just rumbling down the field for the Dallas Cowboys. Woo! Now, give me Georgia. What's the number? Six and a half. You know what? He's kind of low. The key to this game, look, C.J. Stroud, Marvin Harrison Jr., um, people say that's really big, and it is. It is. Uh, but Ohio State, man, they, they're littered with five stars on both the offense and defensive line. Can they find a way uh, to punch Georgia back in the mouth when they get punched? That's the key right there. Georgia has what they call their bloody Tuesday practice. Monday's easy. They a bloody Tuesday. They beat the hell out of each other. And then the rest of the week, it kind of tapers off from there. Um, this is more with my heart, not my head. Because uh, I won't look crazy for And I think Ohio State is, is, a, is a tougher to see matchups for Georgia because Georgia and Michigan play a lot alike, right? They do. They play a lot alike. But similarities, smash mouth football, Ohio State, and they're, oh, Malik Davis almost broke for a touchdown. Um, a shoestring uh, tackle. But, um, but Ohio State, they, they're good on the perimeter with, again, Harrison Jr., those receivers. I think Ohio State gives Georgia fits, and they cover that spread, and I hope like hell they win. All right, Matt. Yeah, I really want Ohio State to win, obviously, and to cover, but give me Georgia. I can't bet against Georgia. You guys go with your heads. I'm going with my heart. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. Georgia's probably going to win by 21 points, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Hoping and wishing. All right, next we go to the NFL for our, our next three, final three games. The Vikings at the Packers, the Packers by three and a half through the suddenly surging Packers. Give me that one score, you know, uh, team and the Vikings, all their wins are by one score. Give me the Vikings to find a way to snap uh, that Aaron Rodgers lucky streak and Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. Give me, uh, give me the Vikings. Yeah, give me. I'm going with the pack uh, and Lambeau. I think, pretty, I think what under uh, under Matt Lafleur, what's Green Bay? Aren't they like 15 and 0 in December? I think. Really? The record? Yeah, I think wow. I heard that the okay. other day. 15 and 0 December. Maybe if I'd have known that, I'd have changed my mind. Okay. Well, now you do, but too late. All right, Matt, who do you have? I just think there's more talent on that Vikings roster. Give me the Vikes. I'll, I'll take them to cover. All right. This is a good game. I believe this is a Monday night game. Buffalo at Cincinnati. That's a, that is a Monday night game. And Buffalo favored by one. I'll take the – give me Joe Cool. Give me Joe Shady. Give me Joe Burrow and, and uh, Jamar Chase and company uh, to beat the Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going to give me, give me the, bang, the Bengals. Good musical group and a pretty good football team, too. The Bengals. You know what? Unlike previous years, I'm going to say the road to the Super Bowl in the AFC is going to run through Buffalo this year. Give me the Bills to cover that. See, man, I, I, you know, maybe you're right there, but, man, I, you know, oh, Josh Allen has really taken a bit of a step back this year. He has. Uh, percentage, completion percentages down, turnovers are way up. But we'll see. Hey, you know what? That That's called the, the afternoon show. That's a game picker-upper game for you is what that is, right? I'll take it. Let's go. That game picker-upper. Next we know we're going. To yes, we the, are. The greatest team in the NFL that's history. That's right. Playing right. Better, better than the 07. Why is the line only four? You know that's what? You know what? Hey, like they're that. better than the 2007-2011 Patriots. Better than the 72 Dolphins. Best team in the NFL football history, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right, Chuck? 
That's right. Isn't that right? Who are you taking, Chuck? Go ahead. Oh, I know you. I know you're taking. You're taking the, you're the some, Jackson. You're gonna take the, of course, you're going <laughs> you're to take the Jeff Driscoll, uh, led Texans. How they played the last three weeks? Pretty well. They have. Against two good teams. Look, should have beat the Cowboys. Had Jeff, hey, should have beat the Chiefs. Had Jeff Driscoll uh, ran through the correct hole, they would have beat the, Chiefs the Dallas overtime, Cowboys. Right? Took the Chiefs to overtime. And beat the Titans. Beat the I Titans. Mean, but that I Titans mean, team that should have beat up Jacksonville. That's, that's a, that, was a non, that was a non-NFL team they played last week, so that shouldn't count as a win. You know, made me spit my drink out, Chuck. That was pretty good, actually. I'm taking the Jaguars. Of course. Of course I am. That. I'll roll with the Jags. Go ahead. Chuck to the Texans, right? Oh, yeah, I took the Texans. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what does what does, what does <laughs> Oh, my goodness, man. All right, so now let's go through some birthdays on this day in sports. Gabe early on, which is kind of cool to me, um, 8,292 days. Tom Brady has been out of the NFL and in the NFL. Well, he's 6,000 some odd days old, right? How about, yeah. yeah. How about this? On this date, 1933, the Yankees wouldn't release Babe Ruth to manage the Reds. I had no idea. He really? wanted he wanted to leave and manage the Cincinnati Reds in 1933. Well, I, heard that. I didn't either. How about what? on this date? What happened on this date, Chuck, in 1982? 82. Okay. Give me a real quick hit. What sport? Okay, college football. College football. The Gators lost a blue bottle bowl to Arkansas. No. <laughs> Bear Bryant ends his career with See, a, a, a Liberty Bowl win against Indiana. Illinois. Okay. But you remember Florida did lose to Arkansas in the 80s. They did. Blue they absolutely did. I just got, you know what? Yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> that may have been on New Year's Eve. So how about this? How about the comedy made? They asked Bear because he was, you know, he was he was retired retired after oh. that game. He says his comment on what he would do now since he's retired. He said, "I'll probably croak in a week." <laughs> did he say that? He did. He missed it by two weeks. Four weeks. Four. He well, three weeks. He died four weeks later. Okay. Well, here's what's crazy. He had actually he passed a routine checkup the day before he passed away. Well, and died the next day. So he said, "I'm going to croak in a week." Can I say one thing? Go ahead. I'm I'm interrupting you on this day. Do you know tomorrow? We're talking old, ancient stuff. You know, like 40, 45 years ago, the Gator Bowl was the fourth biggest bowl. It's tomorrow. Notre Dame is playing. We have not even mentioned. We have not even That's mentioned. That's true, but there will be 65,000 people there crazy? tomorrow. It is crazy. We haven't even mentioned that. But game. you're right. It was I've a, heard them talk about that. It game. was one of the biggest bowls. It was number four. Yeah. Number four. Ahead of the, it was ahead of the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, it was behind the, uh, behind, on behind the Rose, the Sugar, the Rose, Rose Sugar, Sugar, and Orange. Orange. Yeah, yep. it was four. And people would say, you're crazy, but that was correct. That was correct. We haven't even mentioned Notre Dame is playing it. In 2007, yeah, South Carolina, Notre Dame. 2007, Tom Brady throws it for a then-record 50th touchdown pass in the season, and they also went on to beat the Giants go 16-0, the first team to ever do so. But the Giants got him back. Um, birthdays. 19, on this date, 1925, Pete Dye was born, the designer of the stadium course, amongst what others. What did he die, did it say? 2020. Okay. 2020. Oh, On this date, reason. 1936, okay. Ray Nitschke died. And he died 1998, born 1936, uh, Hall of Fame linebacker. I think linebacker for the Packers. On this date, 1938, Wayne Huizinga was born. Uh, blockbuster, Waste Management, AutoNation, obviously Marlins, Dolphins, Dolphins, Panthers, Marlins as well. Um, 
On this date, 1963, Sean Payton. I, again, I wonder what the Saints will get for him and then what, how much money he'll make. 71, Jay Fiedler. 1973, Theo Epstein. How about the Red Sox and Cubs? 86 years, 100, 108 years. He was president of baseball operations for both when they finally won their World Series ring. All right, so I can hear the music for the fine folks here at Dick Swings. Then I'm Happy sorry for Chuck Elliott. Happy New Year's. To everyone, for Matt and LeVay, I'm Ron Compton. Until next Tuesday at 7 o'clock, see ya.